All right, folks, welcome to Inside Middle Tennessee. The year is almost over. It's sad. Christmas is real right Christmas. around the corner. Christmas time. Right around the corner. <clears throat> yeah. Guys, we got a full house in here. We've got, uh, I'm, I'm going to introduce them anyway. We've got owner-operator Del Kennedy on here learning the board from Big Lou. Though I think Big Lou may have a little more expertise at this, though, Del. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Good morning, Jim Ross. There you go. Well, we're, yeah, we're glad yeah, to yeah, have yeah. him. We're yeah. glad. To, you know you know why we like to have Delk in here on Friday? Because he's much calmer. <laughs> you know, It's a very zen mood His blood here. pressure is not rising That's like right. it does Monday through Thursday. Nope. And he's much tamer. Don't wear my armor on Friday. No. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's, because, it's because he's hoarse. Yeah, okay. he's gotta let his voice he's lost rest. his voice from screaming and yelling the whole. That's quarter. right. All right. Well, I'll introduce the players. I'm Jim Ross. Like I said, we got Delk Kennedy and Big Lou Maddox on the board. Big Lou's been calling color on CHS basketball. They got a pretty good team, Lou. I think out yeah, they're, there. they're doing they're doing well. Boys and girls. The girls are nine and one right now. And that's um, been a long time since that's happened. Oh, yes, yeah, that yeah, is. It's been a while since. It, but they are very very good. They're undersized, but they're very physical and. Very, very That's good. good. That's the boys good. are five and four. Um, they've lost a few in a row, but but they lost some close ones though, yeah, right? It, to it, some yeah. good teams. Very good teams. Very good competition. They'll be fine. It there ebbs and flows. The boys' yeah. team ebbs and flows. Playing hey. Blackman tomorrow night. Ooh, or tonight Blackman. actually. Tonight Black. actually. Well, that'll that'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> you going to call that one? Uh, you will, we, yep, we'll be there. All right, we good deal. Representative Scott Sapicki is with us. Good morning, everybody. Coach James Dickinson. What's up, Undefeated guys? coach, James uh, Yes, He's yes. just going to be un- – yeah. until next year, he's going to be undefeated yeah. coach. Yes. Perfect record. Hey, do y'all realize Alabama won the SEC championship game? <laughs> no, did they? Did yes, they? they did. Oh, I didn't That's know amazing. That. I, I, I can't, can't believe it. And then we got the dynamic duo of Sheila Hickman and Sarah Elizabeth Hickman McLeod. Good morning. Good so, morning. There you go. Well, folks, again – we got two weeks. I saw where the Spring Hill Parade is. Go- it was put off last week and is going to happen tomorrow night. Yes, but I think it's going to rain again. Fifty percent, fifty percent chance. Yes, yeah. they're hard. Well, you know that that happens. So. Will the show go on in that case? <clears throat> I don't know. It has to. At I this mean, point, they've delayed they it. Dates. They yeah. run it out of dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not with my hair, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> so you would are you not participating if it yes, rains? Yes, I am. <laughs> he he'll put his rain bonnet on. Do you know what I'm talking about? He'll put a shower cap. The on. The shower cap on. You know, it's I want perfect. to see him wear that shower cap when we get him in the Duncan booth. Though. I know, I know. He no, we'll get him one of those speedo swim caps to protect. There his you hair. go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to quiz you all real quick here while I got you here. Um, holiday movies. Right okay. a- yeah. about Christmas, right? There's obviously the the old standard white Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are y'all familiar with the with the movie Holiday Inn? Yeah. Oh, that you is, talked uh, about it last year. That yeah. is the better one. It is. It is. One. That is the better one. That's where he first sang White Christmas. Yes. Yeah. And then they made this movie about the White Christmas. Mm-hmm. But if you want a real treat, watch Holiday Inn. With now, unfortunately, it was made in a time that some things may not be politically correct now, so don't get offended by it. But it's a great show. Oh, it's be- it's beautiful. And when you said bonnet, yeah, they talk. They go through the holidays Easter of the year, bonnet, yeah. the Easter bonnet. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And so, uh, if you want, if you want to treat, sit with your family and watch. Bing it Crosby. will be on Turner Classic Movies, and and it is on Netflix. I do know that. So, mm-hmm. um, and we usually start. And Fred Astaire was in that movie, right? 
the dancer yeah, in Holiday Inn. Fred, Fred Astaire. Yeah. That was all improv. Im- improv. Improvisational. Yes. Yeah. Dance. They just said, hey, we're going to film for about three minutes. Let it go. Oh, he was a magnificent. And the one that was most interesting I read about was on 4th of July when he did with the firecrackers. Yeah. That was all improv. That's just amazing. And him and Bing Crosby and uh, Gene Kelly, all those classic movie stars, they could do everything. They could sing. They could tap dance. They could act. They they did everything. Everything. Well, when it came to dancing, Gene Kelly could give Fred Astaire a run for his money. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. You know, but yeah. So that we watched that last. We always watched that Holiday Inn. That's Mm -hmm. a good. Yeah, we watched that. um, And uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. All right, I I, I got a question for y'all here along that line. The Christmas Carol has been made in about five different versions. Oh no, tell it. Does anybody have a favorite? I do. Out of the bunch. As far as the, the lead actor. black and white one. Uh, yeah, that's Alistair. Um, Alistair, I can't think of his last name. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, the, but the oldest one is the is my favorite. But usually, I, you, I was going to talk about it tonight today, but Sarah said we'll save that no, that's No, well, we can talk about it today. I can save it. Well, see, I like George C. Scott. Yeah, oh, yes. That, that might be good. my favorite. Yeah. I like the Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol. Yes, it's, there is no telling how many Dickens works have been transported into movies and cartoons and, and comic books and plays and musicals on Broadway. I don't even know how you'd begin to count it. Well, I figured you knew that off the top of your head. Well, no, not today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another day. But just think about Oliver Twist, how many things. This has even been made with puppies. Yeah. Uh, See, Oliver Twist uh-huh. had no idea. Mm-hmm. I wonder what when the latest uh, uh, one has been made. I mean, I don't know. I'll see. The youngest one's probably it. twenty twenty five years old. Yeah, the, the Disney remake, the animated remake in two thousand nine is is my favorite one. Oh, it's that's got Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey in Jim it. Carrey. Yeah, you yeah. went to the theater yeah. to see that. I did. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, Jim Carrey is absolutely the classic Grinch. Yes, he. No oh, one yes. could hold a candle to that performance. You know, it'd be real tough. Delco, are you okay? Because I know this is a different atmosphere for you than you're used to right now. <laughs> you have something? A little <laughs> tame. This is hey. not. We're not in combat radio right now. Hey, hey, I, this you know this is my day off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only day off he has. <laughs> oh boy, you know. We want to talk about sports at all? Yeah, I'm, sure. We. Uh, it's it's. The happiest time of the year. It's bowl season. Bowling. Um, I thought you were going to say transfer portal season. Well, the transfer don't, portal. Don't, <laughs> don't even go there. That's not. A, that's a four letter word in our family right now. Uh, there are some uh, bowls of notable interest to us around here in Tennessee. Uh, on Monday, this coming Monday at the, f- I got to read these folks. The famous toastery bowl. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. Uh, Western Kentucky will take on Old Dominion. Uh, Western Kentucky, I think it's their third or fourth bowl game in, in a row, so they're playing really well up there. Uh, our own Memphis Tigers in the Liberty Bowl, home game for them, will be taking on Iowa State uh, in, in the Liberty Bowl on the 29th. Uh, so a couple local ones there. And then uh, Iowa will be taking on Tennessee in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, so another trip down to Orlando for the volunteers would be a nice. They, they I bet the band. There. I bet the band will play at Disney. Can't World. spell yeah, citrus without UT. 
Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, we don't we don't have to bring that up again. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> you know, it's it's bad enough that Lou has to sit in a radio show with Drake Colley and Clayton, you know, two Alabama homers and try to defend himself, but it's pretty tough. Now he has to do it in here. <laughs> I'm used to it. it. It's kind of fun at this point. <laughs> I hold my own. I hold my own. You do. Uh, you don't irritate Drake at all now, do you? We we get along for the most part. That's really the only difference of opinions we have. Every other team, you know, we're kind of on the same page, you know, but like, I, except Alabama and Tennessee. I mean, I don't get what you – I mean, Drake is just this nice, sweet guy. <laughs> That I mean, we we go way back together. Well, Del will sit here and tell you if Drake's not mad about something, something's wrong. Got <laughs> <laughs> to make sure he takes his medicine. That's all <laughs> He's got to think of something to protest. There so you go. He'll be coming through the door in about five, four, three. Two, <laughs> here he comes <laughs> sideways. But, um, the uh, big bulls obviously are going to be the ones for the for the uh, the final four. You got mi- number one Michigan versus number five Abba. Abalaba, Abala, Alabama, 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 and uh, Tide Roll, and number That's two good. Washington versus number three Texas. So we'll see what's going to show up. A lot of uh, athletes who are going to be NFL picks are now opting out. So we'll see what that's what those rosters are going to look like by the time we get to those bowl games. So they don't plow to the end of the road. They just they, no, they, they say I'm not going to play in a bowl. Well, it's because they got somebody in their ear whispering thirty, forty million dollars. Oh, send the check. So why would yeah. you play in a bowl game and get hurt when it's going to cost you thirty, forty million dollars? Yeah. Because it's your obligation, son. Dress up. There is no more obligation, ball. coach, because of the transfer portal. There is no yeah, more loyalty. Mm. Yeah. I, they won't know when to sing which alma mater. Yep. You know, I mean, honestly, let's think about it. Some of these guys, so it's, here's a funny story. The, the guy from West, Wake Forest, quarterback Sam Hartman. Hartman. Sam Hartman. Hartman. With the Notre Dame. Goes to Wake Forest, sets all the ACC records. He's got two years of eligibility left. Hits the transfer portal, goes to Notre Dame, leads them to a nine-win season or ten-win season. And now he's in the transfer portal, going to go to and finish his last year somewhere else. Well, that's happening goodness. everywhere. Dylan Gabriel it's, from Oklahoma is going to Oregon. It's Oregon. terrible. Uwe and then Ungaleli uh, is coming yeah. from Clemson to Oregon State and now back somewhere else. It's 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 been open for a couple weeks, yeah. and there's 3,200 players in the portal out of 15,000. It's, it's actually 4,200 now. 4,200? 4, I wonder how many people got a job because they've <clears throat> got to figure out the transcript. For, uh, is is this person ever going to graduate, or is he just go play football? That has until no he's... as my relevance. Wife, as my wife would say, pish posh on the transcript. <laughs> We're not here about academics and, and getting a degree anymore. No. We're here about football. It's free agency. Let's talk about the bottom line. It's called M O N E Y. Yeah, yeah talks. It does. Mm-hmm. So here's what's even worse: is the quarterback Kyle McCord, who quarterbacked at Ohio State. Lost one game this year by less by a touchdown. To Michigan, he's in the transfer portal, leading one of the best football teams and and programs in the country. He's in the transfer because he's going to get a payday. And then they're talking about Marvin Harrison, the the wide receiver, receiver third in the Heisman Trophy, is contemplating putting his name in the transfer portal, which would force Ohio State to keep him. May have to pay him upwards of fifteen to twenty million dollars. That's just obvious. That much. That much. To keep them. Wow. So it's, Coach, you're right. It's no longer about going to Alabama. It's not. Or Wisconsin or Tennessee. It's about, I'm going to take my skills. How much will you pay me to come? Yeah. So that's it. That's my 
rant for today. Well, now, wait a minute. Didn't Riley Leonard, who was the Duke quarterback, isn't he going to Notre Dame? Didn't he? Yes. That's yes. where he's yep. going now. He's in there. It is free agency on steroids right now <laughs> in college football. The entire Tennessee secondary is in the portal right now. Uh, along All with of them? Every one of them. Which means Man. they won't play. Every, every starter. Which every means starter. they won't play in the bowl game. Yeah. And if you go to the portal, there's no guarantee of your scholarship's waiting for you if you come back. Yeah. No, matter of fact, when, because they got to move your, on. When you put your name in that portal, the university has the right to not scholarship you for your scholarship. That's right. And and that was a point on on Drake and I's show yesterday about Tennessee secondary leaving. And I read something this morning that every wide receiver from Alabama's 2020 and 2021 class has left. At the yeah, My gone. Goodness. Gone. So. There's I, none starters there. I happen to have. I was up in Nashville, a shocker, this this, this week. Uh, and <laughs> I had away Ra- from home. I had uh, Randy Boyd in there. Oh, yeah. President of UT. Yeah. And we were talking about the transfer portal. And he said that not only they have to they have to raise money from boosters for facilities, right? Mm-hmm. A, a new library, a new this and that. That's not the priority now. Now they also, no, they still got to build those buildings. Now they have to raise money on top of that. For NIL deals to be able to pay these players. Uh, what's the quarterback's name? Nico, yeah. whatever Nico his name is. Nico, Nico Lamaleva. Lama the last number I've heard is roughly he's made almost $7 million by being at Tennessee. And has he taken any really meaningful snaps yet? Not yet. And what happens if he gets mad and he hits the portal on us? He takes his $8 million with him. And go picks up another eight man. And go pick, and he'll go back to go back to the West Coast at UCLA or USC, and they'll pay him another six. Seven so they're million. they're getting they're becoming multimillionaires. Yes, in it's college it's instead and, of the and, NFL. And talking to it's destroying the sport. But Scott, you don't think some of this is deferred money? For no, example, no. That, that you get your seven million, you'll get half of it if you stay three years. No, it is cash up front. Oh my goodness! Checks cash, in the bank, cash up front, because I'm not coming till I see it in my in, in my account. Because if you're like if you're Marvin Harrison, right? Alabama would love to have Marvin Harrison come and catch passes from Milrose, right? Mm-hmm. It's just going to make your team better. And if you got to pay the kid, let's say you're a Florida State and and you're a game away, right? And you can get a difference maker like that for fifteen million, you're going to make fifty times that in just revenue from making the big bowl games. They say it's equivalent to a. Uh, uh college kid that's fixed to get an NFL draft and gets drafted, it's equivalent to a second round top tier draft money is. Yeah. What we're what we're what we're gonna need to track is in this transfer portal, graduation rates. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How many how many kids are graduating who are hitting this portal year after year after year, where are they in graduation? Are they even close? Do they even know what their major might be? Or have they even darkened the door of a classroom? Their major is finance. Their major is finance, (laughs) that's for sure. (laughs) That's for sure. But uh, anyway, it's just uh, just uh, also some news for thought. Uh, Our smaller colleges in in, in Tennessee, East Tennessee State has a new head coach. Middle Tennessee State has a new head coach. Tennessee Tech has a new head coach. Carson Newman has a new head coach. And Austin P has a new head coach. All in Tennessee. It is it is the crazy season of the year right now in college football. So I will say, and where did they all go? We knew I knew about Rick Stockstill. They they just they go. Yeah, they go somewhere <laughs> else. They're just not going here anymore. Uh, Austin Peace, head coach, got a promotion. He went to UTEP, was it, coach? Yeah, UTEP. UTEP. And so, then he was, I think, a quarter quarterbacks coach at what UCLA. UCLA, or yeah, exactly. So he's he is working, but he's his, from East Ten, East Tennessee. Yeah, but and Tennessee passed on him as a coordinator. Yeah. 
great guy. I mean, we met him on a visit, and he's high energy. His, <laughs> his high. father's a big donor at University of Tennessee as well. Big donor. Yeah. Wow. So it's uh, uh, you know we'll finish up our bowl season. We will crown a national championship. We'll see if Alabama continues their lucky streak. Uh, and, and, and winning these games, <laughs> pulling them out in the last <laughs> second. Goodness. No skill involved. Blasphemy has been spoken. <laughs> oh my well, I mean. Is that a Syracuse switch? Oh, that's Tennessee. I'm sorry. Tennessee, that's Tennessee's my <laughs> I represent the great state of Tennessee, sir. Not Alabama. <laughs> do you but, still have your Wisconsin stuff that you were? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah sure. Yeah, sure. They just don't, Wisconsin doesn't elect me. Well, they in a bowl this year, though. They are, and, <laughs> and they're uh, running back who's probably going to be a first or second round pick, he's opted out of their bowl game. Sure did. Which now, it's, and they're playing LSU, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, now, did I read where, didn't they pick up a quarterback in the transfer pool? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, the, deck, the deck continues to shuffle. You know? I, it, it's just, it's, you know, and I know I'm dating myself here, but, you know, Coach, you, you, you're Crimson Tide, right? Yes. That's it. That's the right. bottom line. You're Tennessee, right, Luke? I mean, it's, it's the way it is. I'm a Badger. I, I, I went there for five years. I'm a Badger, right? I would have never thought to go anywhere else because I was tickled to be a Badger, right? Yeah. And now it's like, how many different Letterman's jackets do you, are you going to wear? They're going to have them all like. Yeah, but it's not about <laughs> the Letterman jacket. No, it's not anymore. But... So uh, I know we, we've kicked this around too much. but hey, uh, Scott, I do have a, another kind of question about football for you. A couple of weeks ago, Tennessee Titans had just an absolute abominable game. Just awful. Two punts blocked mm-hmm. and all. Uh, have you, did you ever have a punt blocked when you were up there in no, Wisconsin? never had one blocked. And all. Never. Because that's your job. If, if, as a punter, you have roughly 2.1 seconds to get the ball off. It's physically impossible to run from the line of scrimmage 15 yards in two point, you just can't do it. You got two point one seconds from the time they snap the ball to you to the time you kick it. You get two point one seconds. If you're at two point two, it's getting hairy. Two point three, you can feel it, and two point four, you're catching the ball when they block it. <laughs> it's, it's just a fact, right? Yeah. And so as a punter, they just time you all the time to where it just becomes automatic to you. You catch the ball, you kick it. You catch the ball, you kick it. So are you saying this was uh, the punter was Stonehouse? It, you you the, say it was Stonehouse's fault? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As a punter, it, 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 if a guy, if they bring a ten man rush, right, you can't block everybody. So there's one guy coming free, yeah. right? Your job as a punter is to beat him. Mm-hmm. That's it. Period. You got one guy to beat. It's the guy that comes free. The second punt they blocked. As a punter, you can see that out of your peripheral vision of that guy coming down the line. You know that's the guy coming free. Well, the guy's right-footed, and he came from his right side. And you so. know what? As a, a good punter would have saw that because he sold out, right, to block the punt. You just sidestep him because yeah. he's committed. He can't stop. He's coming downhill wide open. You just, you just sidestep him, and then you kick the ball. It happens all the time. So you don't agree with, with, with the special teams coordinator getting fired? No. wasn't his fault. It's the punter's fault. Punter, And then by the punter taking was so slow – What's what happens? He gets hurt. Yeah, all pro punter. And, and by the yeah. way, down the drain in the NFL. <laughs> when I was when I was with the Bengals and Vikings, let me tell you, if you're over two point one seconds, you hear from it right away from the special teams coach. So he's got a stopwatch on you. Oh, every time you kick, everything is a stopwatch. Because yeah. if you're two point two, they can't use you in the NFL. Wow, they can't. 
Well, folks, I tell you what, we got a stopwatch on us because we got Brent coming up right now, and we've got the boss in here, and he wants us to pay a few bills, and so by golly, we're going to. We'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at GarbageManInc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people, the place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship, beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia, owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Carrie registered gemologist, assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. We woke up to a 63-degree house this morning. Oh, we're we're back to live with Inside (laughs) Middle Tennessee. You know, I know it's time for history moment, but I believe, uh, Sheila, you said there's something you you needed to mention or what you're going to mention, Sarah. So um, I, I was an AP history student at Central. Were you, Lou? Do you take AP history? No. Oh, I'm disappointed <laughs> in you. you anyway, it. I had Marty Avery. He was the most wonderfulest teacher ever for American history. Um, but the AP history department at Central, um, tomorrow, downtown Columbia, from 11 to 3, they're going to celebrate the 250th uh, anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. There you go. So, um I thought the Boston, well, I know the date of the Boston Tea Party, but when I was younger, I thought it happened, like, in warmer times because they said they dressed like Indians. Yeah. It was too cold to do that in Boston, but anyway. (laughs) Buffalo um, robe. They're going to view historical projects, tea boxes, and a replica of the Dartmouth. Um, and they're going to meet. That's the ship. Yeah, Yeah. that's the ship. The tea was thrown. Yes, and they said recently, I've read all kinds of stuff and I'm on listservs and they're they have been doing some like archaeological things underwater and they found a box of tea like a little box of tea from the box I think they're also going to be serving tea there to yes so now let's do a let's do a public service announcement right now for Mr. York this is not an insurrection <laughs> okay no, this, this is, is all make believe this is, this so, is a no, history you just project. want to start something yeah. don't you Scott no, no um, it's not I mean Lou and I had the privilege of visiting with that AP class out at Central yesterday and what a bunch of I mean, a, a great teacher. What, what's his name? You look Greg like? Sadowski. Yeah. And then uh, those young students who were absolutely amazing. And uh, we, Jack Cobb did a, and Lou and I did a big yellow school bus uh, program with them out there yesterday in that air probably, I'm not sure, sometime between now and Christmas. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, they are so excited about 11 to 3 on the square tomorrow. 
I, it's exciting to see this. Yeah, 50th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. They yes. got a replica of the ship from which the tea was thrown. They got boxes of tea. They're going to serve tea as well. And they've got all sorts of posters and exhibits about, you know, the Tea Party, the events surrounding it, how the Tea Party was sort of the spark that led to the American mm-hmm. Revolution. They're very excited about it, folks, and I think it'll be a, a big time. 11 to 3 on the public square in Coolabby, Tennessee tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be exciting for them. I'm excited they're doing something like well, you that. We know Delk and I and Sheila remember when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have any tea for a long time after that. You know, Bill Glidden was 40 years old at the time. <laughs> Just remember it's make believe. It is make believe, right. yes. Right. They're yes. not storming the, the, the courthouse. Yeah. Oh, oh no. no, 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 no. And we no. do need to give a shout out to the art department and. And the other departments that helped correlate this event, because there were, were other classes involved in doing this project. So this is this is really neat. But yes, the other classes chipped in on constructing the ship, uh, the artwork, yeah. other thing. That it's it's uh, Lou, you just, it's going to be fun tomorrow, isn't it? Lou saw it all. Yeah, Coach Sidlowski. I actually had him for I had a statewide dual credit history class with with Coach Sid my junior year. Um, but yeah, it's I, I've never heard of anything like this going down at Central. It's pretty cool. No, no, we did we did, we did some projects. we did projects, but we didn't. I I dressed up one time in um, a seventeen seventy six colonial outfit mm-hmm. um, during an open house one time and did some things. But um, but I'm very excited about that because that brings history to life. And if yeah. I would ever, if I was ever a teacher, probably a high school history teacher, I would do something like that. With kids, because I think that's really cool. Because you get them, they get vested in it. Yeah. It's, it's a. You know, I'm thinking about Bill, uh, again, about yeah. Bill Glidden, because Bill Glidden did a lot of reenacting, including. And living Gl- history, yes. A living history, uh, everything from the War of 1812 to the Civil War, though mm-hmm. I think the War of 1812 period was his favorite. Yes. Yes. And all, but you talk about somebody, like you said, they get vested in it big time. Yeah. Well, and the clothing. You researched the clothing. I did a lot of um, living history from um, the antebellum period. And just the clothing. And you want to be as authentic as possible. You don't want to use modern conveniences. Because they didn't have zippers. And they didn't have blue jeans as we know them. And that kind of stuff. So, And you always wanted to make sure you had like the appropriate print on your dresses and and like if big florals meant you had a lot of money and little for you know you, yeah. you had All a day 50. dress you had a day dress you had a carriage dress you had a sailing dress you had a <laughs> that is only if you were among the elite of the elite but i don't think uh, my ancestors had no. all those dresses but if you went to <laughs> one of the girls schools here see i'm we were sidetracking, but that That's is all right. um if you went to the one of the girls school here either the institute or the columbia anthenaeum um, you had a, a uniform um, in one of the guard, the Guardian, the newspaper for those schools. They talk about um, a white dress with a ri- like a sash, like mm-hmm. a blue sash or something. And that's everything meant something, right? Yes, everything meant something. That's where we, you know, that that's the Victorian era. So you get the language of flowers, and if you had a fan, there's a language of the fan. If you're fluttering it, you know, you're flirting, or you're, you know, it's. It's amazing, but think 
we didn't have phone. They didn't have phones. They didn't have internet. They didn't have computers. You know, that's how they communicated with one another. And if you're a young lady, you couldn't go out without a chaperone, which I think still should be done today. But anyway, <laughs> that's um, we have been a great state yes, thanks for that. Um, but, um, but that in the Victorian era is also when we get the Christmas ideas that we have now, like, um, the Christmas tree and the, um, so, the yeah, giving you, you of gifts. You can tie that into I'm your I'm like transitioning very well today. Right into that topic. Um, well, I, I have to tell an institute story. They had a sewing club and their motto was, darn, darn, darn. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. Yeah. But um, during the, before the Victorian year, um, we're going back to the Boston Tea Party time, the colonial era, Christmas was not as what we think it is today. Like, there wasn't gifts for children during that holiday. They may get some kind of, like, apple or orange or, or something like that. A pair of shoes. A pair of shoes or, or that kind of stuff. Um, there During, like, in, se- in the late 1700s, um, they had balls and fox hunts and fine entertainment um, and that kind of stuff. So, it was like a, a celebration time of year. Um Sometimes um, there, sounds like more of a festival, a, yeah. kind of a festival thing. If you go to Colonial Williamsburg, I always talk about Colonial Williamsburg because that's one of my favorite places to go in the world. And um, this time of year, it they have wreaths with apples and oranges and pineapples, and and mm-hmm. it's very natural. The greenery is very natural and all that, and they have carolers and um, stories, dressed up carolers. Yes, yes. yes. And so that is living history. Um, it's a living history museum to me, an outdoor one. You go all the buildings and stuff. You go in the buildings and you talk to these, um, the docents and the living historians. You cannot get them out of the 1700s. Oh, no. They are in character <laughs> and they could win an Academy Award for sticking to the script. Yes. You cannot get them no. out. No. No. So, but... Um, Charles Dickens played a lot of a part of the Christmas thoughts that we have today um, and um, all of that. And we're going to talk about Charles Dickens next week. But um, it was the Puritans did not celebrate Christmas. They didn't have anything to celebrate it with. No, but they thought anything that was fun must be sinful. Yes, yes. 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 So, um, but they... um, they did not. Um, Governor William Bradford noted in his diary on December the 25th, 1620, um, that they were working that day. It was a work day, mm-hmm. just a regular day. Um, and that the people that refused to work, um, you know, were in trouble. <laughs> no work. No well, you know, they went to, uh, they actually had debtors prison. Yes, right? yeah, at that point. Did. At that point. So. But the colonists help import all the English traditions. And, and then all of our traditions in America are like a melting pot because mm-hmm. of all the different the Irish, the Scottish, the English, the all the immigrants brought their own special part because, you know, the Norse culture has, you know, the Yule celebration, the, the Norse Yule Festival. So um, a lot of things that we do today are from... All different cultures all meld into our culture. So, um, 
You no. know, along that line, I mean, it, because things change, we all know that White Christmas was the number one song for about 40 years. Yeah. Yes. And what is it now? Merry Christmas, baby, or something like Rocket that? Rocket around the Christmas, Christmas tree. Well, no, that yeah. rocketed up to number one for the first time. Yeah. But, but one yeah. by Mariah Carey. Yeah, all oh, yeah. I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. Well, here's a question for you, though. What was it, because I don't know the answer, what was before White Christmas? Oh, I don't Before know. Before that was written in Jingle Bells. I bet it was. <laughs> Solid, Solid nine. Yeah. True. Pearl Ives. True. Have a holly jolly yeah. Christmas. <laughs> I know. I, we used, we've done this in years past, but like say our favorite Christmas songs. Oh, Lord. I've, you know, there's, there's so many of them. We yeah. could do that next Friday. Sing our favorite songs. Yes. We it, could do that. It wouldn't be pretty. We've, no, it would not be. We've pretty. only got 12 listeners. We don't want to run off eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was in high school at Columbia Military Academy, we had a saying, uh, it ain't Christmas till Elvis says it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, there you go. Yes, yes. Yeah, we got to play that. We I, got an old, old. I inherited, I inherited an Elvis Christmas record from my great-aunt Grace, who my daughter is named after, not it because a, of that. but uh, have a blue, I used to tell those children when we were studying for exams, I said, well, you better get with it and study for this exam because if you don't, you can join Elvis and sing Blue Christmas with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that might be a pretty good lead-in for the show next week, yeah, uh, right. come to think of it. That would be neat. So, but... Um, it, this time of year is very special. We all want to give. We have all these organizations doing angel trees and giving gifts to to people that shop not, with a cop. Who shop with here. a cop last week. Um, we went to that show, um, Foster Party of Eight. That was fantastic. I bet it was great. Oh, it was so good. And they, the harpist was it was amazing. Just, it was just amazing. Um, and the drum line, the central drum line was there, uh, and the sing- the chorus from uh, Kalioka was part of it. And it was so neat. So yeah. neat. How many people were there, do you think? Well, we were Maybe a hundred, maybe? Maybe more than that. We were yeah. at the Baptist Church. Yeah, Pleasant so, Heights. Yeah. And it was fairly full. It yeah. wasn't congested, but it yeah. was fairly yeah. full. But that that's a wonderful thing, so... Um, I went to Hobby Lobby during lunch yesterday, and it that's a zoo. It's a zoo, <laughs> but everybody was friendly to one another, walking up and down the aisles. And I actually ran into several people I knew. I saw Christy, Christy Martin, and some other people. But um, there was this lady I, I'd never seen in my life, and she asked me a question because I had some stuff in my arms. She's like, "Which row did you find this on?" I'm like, "Oh, it's three rows over this way," you know. <laughs> so um, I, I enjoy this time of year because everybody seems happy. Yeah. No, it's not a depressing time of year. Not that's when we get into the winter time. But yeah. well, the sun's out too. It's yeah, the sun it's out was right yesterday. Out. That was great. So, well, we're gonna take a break, yep. pay some more bills, so we can have Christmas presents here at the station. Yeah. <laughs> well, all that big money, that nil money that dealt. Yes, out. absolutely. absolutely. So, so, send us a small portion of their millions of dollars. There you go, folks. We'll be right back with inside. Middle Tennessee. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. 
This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neusen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. As a former small business owner here in Columbia, I know how important it is to stay connected to clients and the community. That's why at Caledonian Financial, we make every effort possible to give back to this community that has given so much to us. We do this by supporting our local schools, nonprofit organizations, and community outreach programs, to name a few. We are so proud of our town. This is Blair Park Sickman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Every morning, I park my car across the street from my business, and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee. <laughs> with all Yay, Delk, you're doing good. Yes, you are. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Scott, you got anything going on at the state at all? We do. We are roughly about three weeks away from going back into session January 9th. Um, there is some good news for Murray County. I can't tell you what projects they are, but uh, Murray County has received two more grants from the state of Tennessee. One for six hundred and thirty thousand dollars, one for five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. And I wrote one. Be quiet. I say good job, Sarah. Good job. I was going to give you credit for both. Uh, no, I wrote. And then uh, we just, Sarah Elizabeth knows, we just received another grant. I can tell you about this one was for the new park in Cullioca. Yes, that's uh, good. $750,000 from the state with a match from, from uh, Murray County. So Cullioca will be getting their long-awaited park now. Yes, they've bought the land years ago, and this will get the infrastructure into, like, some mm-hmm. playgrounds, a walking track. Where would it be at? Um, it's off Mooresville Pike, off Morsel I think. Pike, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a really pretty piece of property. So, um, and I, I worked with Al Ray on that application. I think it's sort of right there behind the school. Uh-huh. Close, yes, yeah. near, yeah. So. All Mooresville Pike, but right behind yeah, the school. But that's, that's a community part that is much needed much in the county. Across from that big grove of pine trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How large is it? I don't remember. Large enough. Acre. Yeah. Large enough. That's all Wait, we say. Well, last enough. week, Scott and I were at Henry Horton with the check presentations to for all the recreation grants that have just been funded. And they were funded all over the state. Um, a lot of the communities. Uh, Centerville got one for a playground. And Winchester got some for um, upgrades to their park. So this is the way in the General Assembly. These are these grant programs that we create to be able to figure out how to funnel money back to the locals mm-hmm. for projects. Uh, as you know, we don't have a state income tax, so there's no way to give a tax credit to anybody. So what we do is we just come up with these grants that they make our communities better, safer, more appealing to people that want to be Yeah, in like the downtown improvement it. grants, the local parks and recreation fund grants, um, the community development block grants. That's federal money filtered through the state. That's through mm-hmm. the uh, HUD, um, the federal 
that division of the federal government. Um, but there are so many grants that make so many difference uh, differences in the thirteen in our district, the thirteen counties, and especially our home county of Murray mm-hmm. County. So, so a lot of stuff going on to General Assembly, as you know, you probably heard about this this bill the governor may have proposed. <laughs> it's called what's it called? School something? Vouchers? School, school choice? School <laughs> choice? School choice? Uh, uh, Rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Yes. So we're gonna, um, you know, the governor is going to propose this. The General Assembly deposes everything. And we're the ones that have the final say. So we will take a look at this. We will uh, craft it in a way that is beneficial to people of Tennessee. And also we're working on some things that will give our public schools some flexibilities and maybe some incentives for people to get into the teaching business again. So we're working on that. Uh, you're going to see uh, probably not that many bills filed this year because uh, we'll be working on the, uh, I'm sure the gun legislation is still going to be front and center. Uh, trying trying to figure some stuff out uh, there to to make our our schools safer, make our streets safer for people, um, without infringing on people's Second Amendment rights or constitutional rights. Um, and Delk knows that's always threading a needle all the time, trying to figure out what you can do up there. It's going to be a very, I'm going to tell you, I'll be preparing you right now. It's going to be a very very contentious General Assembly coming up in January. Uh, it it will not be easy. It's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very loud and rambunctious. Um, but uh, it's it's the way the democracy works sometimes. Sometimes it's nice and pretty, and sometimes it's messy. It's an election year for a lot of people, too. It's an election right? year for everybody up there in the General Assembly on the House side. I got you. But, uh, you know, you, you go up there and you do the job. You do what you think was best for the people of Tennessee, and then the people of Tennessee grade you. And if they send you back up there, you continue to do the job. And if you don't, you go home and do something else. <laughs> well, you have to go home if you cannot do your job. That's right. Yeah. So um, look, look for that kind of legislation. Um, you know, uh, we are moving along. I mean, we're not as, as robust of an economy, robust as an economy as we used to be, but, uh, we are still moving along and we're starting to see revenue bounce back on us. We are in the holiday season right now. So we'll see how much we can close that gap. Uh, I don't understand how our revenue is down. Cause if you go down on Broadway on any given day, it's wall, it is literally wall to wall people. It is, it is. Think of Disney World. Honestly, think of Disney World on steroids. That's Christmas. It, it is crazy down there right now because you know I go up there and sometimes I get out of the office late and I'll take the back way out because of traffic and I'll kind of cut across Broadway and it is from from the um, uh, Predators Stadium, Bridgestone, all, all yeah. the way down to the river. The street is wall to wall people. Did they they block the street. They block, and they're just walking in the street. Yeah, wall they blocked the streets to wall down there. People. Oh my, how nice will this change? So I mean, it is just. You know, I remember when it was like dead, dead. The Wild Horse Saloon was like the first yeah. resurgence of that downtown revitalization. In '92, when I played for the Sounds, um, Larry Schmidt was the owner of the Nashville Sounds, yes, and and we would go down to Nashville Sporting Goods to pick up our equipment that we would have shipped into us, and. They told us point blank, when you leave the Sound Stadium and you head north into Nashville, don't stop in the gulch. Like, I'm like, don't stop. If you come to a stop sign and it's red, kind of peak and then roll through it. Just don't stop. <laughs> and now if you've been to the gulch, it's the most expensive real estate in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. 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 They would have given, Nashville would have given you the gulch if you just paid the back taxes on it. <laughs> now, now Delk's the kind of guy that buys property down in the, down in the gulch right now. <laughs> Because he's sitting, he, I mean, I see him sitting on that pot of gold every day. 
I'm not going to Nashville with <laughs> Bob Menendez gold bars at the other end of the journey. Delk only did it every day for about 30 years. Uh, so, you know. But, uh, I mean, uh, we do. is the place for me. We do have some, and most people probably notice, we do have some issues down in Memphis right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a satanic after-school club that has gotten into our elementary schools down there. Oh, good and, and Delk knows there's that pesky thing called that First Amendment that's, that's going to be difficult to see if we can do anything down there. But uh, the people of Memphis, I've, you know, and everybody knows I'm a Republican, right? But, and I don't agree with some of my Democrat counterparts that much up in the General Assembly. <laughs> but this whole, since this is broken, I have been in constant contact with my Democrat colleagues down in Memphis, and they are very concerned about this. And so you're going to, if there's a way to do it, if there's some kind of possible way to do it, you're going to see a bipartisan effort to protect our kids. Well, that is well and good. So it should be done. So we're going to try, but I mean, it's, this is going to be. It's called an after school program. It's an after school program. Uh, and, and they've targeted elementary schools. And if you don't know think about Memphis, a lot of these kids, these elementary schools and these Title I schools, they, they're not getting fed at home. No. Their only meals are going to be at school, and so what's going to happen is they're going to hook these kids with food. Oh. They're going to feed them after That's school. That's the carrot. That's the carrot. And so now there there are, I think there's 26 after-school faith-based programs that you probably didn't know about because nobody they all kind of reflect a lot of what we value here in Tennessee. But this one's going to be a challenge to us, and they're popping up all, all over the country. My goodness. So, uh, like I said, it will not be boring. um, And (laughs) I promise I will not hit anybody in the General Assembly. Well, we don't expect you to hit anybody. We hope we have taught you better manners than that. Yeah, I'm still scared of my mom and dad. And (laughs) Sheila Hickman for that reason. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, did Bear Creek Interchange get finished finally? Yeah, they were were putting the final stripes on it uh, yesterday. Uh, So it's all striped, all ready to go. Uh, They're starting to pull equipment out now. So just try, when you're going through there, just remember you're going to have some big trucks pulling out of there with, with uh, very heavy equipment on it. Just be careful. But uh, that project should be wrapped up here, done, cleared off, probably within another week or so, and it's, it's been completed. It's and re-familiarize yourself with the lanes. Yeah, you've got to pay attention. You've got to pay attention. There's only one, one lane, the far right lane, is the only lane that goes east on Bear Creek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not both lanes, because they, they, they turned into two left-hand lanes. Yeah, yeah. So we, just, just be careful there. We learned that going to Shevable the other day. <laughs> yeah, but the great, great project, and the best part came in on time and under budget. Good. Well, maybe we and can... that's amazing, because all the bids are coming in over now yeah. for that kind of work. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the supply cost. chain and everything yeah, costs. Yeah, if, yeah. we if we would have started that project right now, it would have cost the taxpayers another $22 million. Mm-mm. Wow. Just just in the uh, equipment, you know, all, all the raw materials. Any other road stuff updates? Uh, yeah, we, we had a meeting with TDOT the other day uh, working with uh, uh, Columbia, City of Columbia on Bear Creek Pike. Um, they have admitted, TDOT has admitted that it's one of the most cost-effective projects in the state because they they bought the, the right-of-way back in the 70s. Yeah. So, um, you know, we are pushing hard to see if we can parlay that uh, commitment from Columbia of $10 million to see if we can get Bear Creek four-lane to the interstate, which would probably change that corridor uh, oh, yes. forever. And what you might see is the investment there 
like we did on Highway 96 in Murfreesboro. If you remember back in the day when I would travel from Georgia to, to Missouri, we would stop on Highway 96 and there was just like maybe a couple little gas stations yeah. there yeah. By, by the highway. Yeah. And then they expanded that interchange, and they expanded that way into Murfreesboro, and now look at what you have. And so we we envision that if we can get Bear Creek four-lane to the interstate, you will see a huge capital investment along that corridor, which means it would generate more revenue for our schools, for our roads, for our bridges, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe we could get a Bucky's then. Well. <laughs> 90s out there. Wouldn't it be neat to have a Bucky's? Let's call it instead of Bucky's, we'll call it Delkies. Delkies. <laughs> Love a picture of Delk out there. <laughs> see, you come see. We, we are picking on you, but we're picking in a nice way. I understand. We're I very understand. nice on this I, program. You know, I, uh, All these people have good manners. You know, this is not the three dudes, but I am not a Bucky's kind of guy. Don't have my own interchange. Have you ever been in one? No, I don't want to. Oh, you got to go in. It's an experience. It's overwhelming. It's just overwhelming. If you want to see America, go to Buck. But you know what's amazing is their food they serve there, their sandwiches and stuff, are outstanding. Oh, outstanding. 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 They had to be hooked up to a gas line somewhere, as many people buy gas. It's insane. It is. The one at Athens has a hundred pumps yeah yeah and they pull all the time 100 pumps and there's no 18 wheelers allowed in it it's all it's all cars and rvs and Del- delk you might want to go there because when you walk in there they have what they pay everybody oh, I've man seen, it's I've amazing seen, i've seen photos of that it's that, amazing that what is they amazing. pay people yeah I, you think of just the logistics right it's very yeah. very very good pay for <laughs> everybody from managers down to and everybody all uh, the workers seem yeah, to the be people happy. Who clean the restrooms yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody seems hey. to be happy could you answer me this question, Delk? Who owns them? I assume some dude named Bucky's. I think they're out of Texas. Yeah, yeah, family out of Texas. It, 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 it's it's Texas. one guy. Is it really yeah, one it's guy? One, it's one guy out of there's Texas. A, there's a rumor. It's a retired uh, uh, federal prosecutor yeah. who's moved to Columbia, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's posing as this, this radio host. But actually, he owns all the Buckies. No, they did. They did on CBS Sunday morning. They did a a a thing, like a little segment about the Bucky's owner, but I don't remember his name or anything. So they purposely, and if you've ladies have been there, the one thing you notice about their restrooms for ladies, they're immaculate, spotless, and and they're very private. Yes, and so they have targeted this that when everybody talks about Bucky's truck stops, or not even a truck stop, a travel stop. The one thing that women always know is the bathrooms are immaculate. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there are people who will stop at Bucky's just to get a brisket. They say yeah. their oh, barbecue and the brisket, brisket is the best point. in yes. the world. Yeah. Wow, it this show point. has went to Bucky's now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Coach. Oh, <laughs> I think we need to get them as a sponsor. I know. That would be kind of cool. The one in Athens. There you go, Coach. Alabama, Athens. 101.7 reaches all the way down to Athens. As people are driving south, they could be listening to us. We'd be going, don't forget to stop at our title sponsor. That's right. Bucky's in, in Athens. <laughs> Delk, they probably pay. Yeah. yeah. Del- think, look at Delk I, perk up when I say they pay. I think we need to get coached working on it, on that one. You go up and down that way. You could just stop. Well, I'll see you next Friday. I'm fixing to ease on out of here head down to Athens and go to Bucky's for <laughs> Well, get days. me some cotton candy mints when you go, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. The music has started. So it looks like we're, we're getting ready to wrap up a show. We will be back next week right before uh, Christmas. Christmas Day. yeah. And so we look forward to it. 
It's been nice having y'all listen to us, and we'll be back next week with Inside Middle Tennessee. Who cares about the clouds if we're together? Just sing a song.